Hey, hey, this is Elizabeth Archibald from mintedcreative.com and this is the Inside Out Live podcast. So today we are talking about motivation. Um, we're talking about how to get and stay motivated from the inside out. I mean, what if your problem isn't actually a lack of motivation for the things that you say you really want to create in your life? What if it isn't actually a lack of motivation that is your problem? So when it comes to motivation and commitment, most of us complicate things more than we need to. We don't mean to do it, but we simply don't have all the pieces together to form a cohesive and coherent picture of the situation. So this means that we're not seeing all there is to see about what we already have available to get us to our desired destination with ease. And we use old lenses to try to see a new direction, which means we inevitably get stuck and we give up far earlier in the journey than we need to. So without further ado, here is an inside out glimpse on how to get and stay motivated so that you create results that you want with far more ease than you currently are. Now, motivation and commitment aren't what you think they are. If you've ever thought that you lack motivation or commitment to what you say you want, then you're probably looking at it like this. You want to move from destination A to destination B. But you, to get to destination B, you, you believe that you'll need something to push you and fuel you continuously until you get to the finish line. And this seems to be how the world teaches us to get stuff done. We expect something from outside to fuel us so that we can push ourselves, you know, towards what we want. And even when we say we're committed and motivated to what we want, we start with a mindset that goes along these lines. If I want something hard enough, I'll have to be committed to it. And along the way, part of that commitment will include sacrifice. Now, the problem with both these faulty premises is that, A, it assumes that we'll have to give up something that we most likely love to get what we want, and B, it also assumes that we're lacking in some way and that we need some kind of fuel or outside source to push us along to get to where we want to go. So no wonder a lot of us tend to be commitment shy. And even when we say we're committed and motivated, no wonder we find it difficult to stay the course of the journey to seeing more of what we want to come into our lives. So here is a new way to think about motivation. In my own life, as well as with the clients I work with, I've found much greater success in creating and getting more speedy and accurate results with a different way of looking at motivation and commitment, and I call it the buy-in. Now, in the past, I had always thought that once I knew what I wanted, all I needed was a plan to get me there. And no matter how hard it was for me, as long as I pushed and kept at it and showed that I was committed, eventually I would get to my destination. But most often, I never got to the destination, or if I did, it was with a lot of pushing, energy expenditure, and mental drama. And along the way, I would look for things to motivate and give me willpower and to carry on. Then I would spend so much time seeking validation from anyone willing to listen about my struggles, or I would throw money and even more energy at it. But over the years, I've noticed a pattern that always seems to come up over and over again when it comes to commitment and motivation. And it is that it's not so much about the doing of stuff or making stuff happen, but rather... Commitment and motivation is your level of acceptance or buy-in to whatever you say you want to see in your life. When I'm clean and clear and specific and bought in to something, it falls into place and it's a done deal. 
But when I'm not bought into it, that's when I'm always, you know, outside me, always looking for fuel to push me. That's when I think I need to push hard or sacrifice something in order to achieve what I want. And that's when I feel the need to rationalize stuff and fight with my mind all the time. So as I see it, the higher the level of buy-in, the greater the chances of success will be. And this is true for every circumstance. So from employees and organizations that need to buy into the changes before success can happen, to the kids that need to buy in on some level to the idea of, of curfew before a semblance of peace and discipline can occur. So think about it. Without a buy-in on some level, the chances of success become very slim. Now, things feel very hard because we're not bought in at the highest level to what we say we want. Most often, the things that we want started as nice, uh, started as nice ideas, but our level of buy-in to those things is what determines how often we show up to them. Usually, there are three levels of buy-in. Level one is resistance. Before you can resist something, you'll have to be awake to it, its existence and possibility. If you weren't awake to it, you wouldn't bother raising enough energy to mount a resistance against it. Now, at this level, usually the next step to what you need will present itself, but most often you resist and almost always wait for other options. It's like you're trying to buy more time to see if something else will come up. On its own, this level isn't bad, but it can be damaging because you'll find that sooner or later, an external force will force the change on you. You know, like a heart attack that forces you to rethink your resistance to changing your current lifestyle, or like an eviction notice that forces you to rethink your resistance to adjusting your spending habit. There'll always be an external force that forces you to make the change at this level. Now, the next level is the agreement and acceptance level. At this level of buy-in, you've accepted that change has to happen and you've agreed to it. Majority of us fall into this category. We all want to change that diet so that we can look and feel better. And we all want to save more money and make more money. And we genuinely accept the idea of change and agree to it. But sooner or later, those workouts that were meant to happen four to five times a week, they fizzled out to once a week, if at all. And suddenly, you can't find any more places to cut back on those expenses. So there's a problem. You know, you begin to wonder how you ever got into this situation or agreed to it in the first place. And things feel really hard and it feels like you have to sacrifice stuff. And you begin to regret ever starting the process. And you're also resigned to the fact that this is just how things will be in your life unless an outside force or fuel pushes you to your destination. Does this sound familiar? Because here is where the problem really is with agreement and acceptance. The need for outside fuel, the need that if something is not pushing you, then you are going to ultimately end up regretting starting the process and you're ultimately going to end up being resigned to the fact that things will not really change the way you would like them to. And without this outside fuel, you're doomed, you know, to being stuck where you are. But there is something that lies beyond agreement and acceptance. And this is what a lot of us miss out on. We stop at this level. But at the next level, that's where things begin to happen from the inside out. And the next level is embracing the 
change. When you embrace the change and when you embrace the possibility of good things coming from it, and better still, when you embrace the possibility that there's a universal source that we all tap into as human beings, things begin to fall into place with ease. There is nothing that you have to make happen at this level. And that's the beauty of it. When you're tapped into that part of you that is unchanging and unchangeable, that space within where your default and true nature reside, inspiration for the change that you seek rises up. Suddenly, ideas to save and make money become more of a creative process rather than the sacrifice it seemed like before. And insights from that space allow you to move from having no prospects to having an inspired action in the blink of an eye. Now, whilst you might stumble at some point while you're human, moment by moment, though, there are new insights that allow you to keep surfing the waves above the circumstances that kept you previously stuck. And as you show up and engage from that space within, more insights and your innate wisdom show up with you until you get to your destination. And the best part is, you'll have more fun than you ever imagined and feel more grounded and at peace at each moment. Motivation is never about pushing hard and making it happen. When you're 100% bought into something, it almost seems like a natural knowing that it will come. The result of being bought in seems to create a natural acceptance of the outcome, even when you don't know all the details of it. In fact, you're not bogged down by the details of how it will come. There's no gung-ho sense of trying to create a plan to make it happen, but there is a sense of lightness and acceptance around the idea and possibility of it. And that sense of acceptance comes from knowing that you are more than the machinery of who you are. You are more than your mind and all the thoughts and thinking about the stuff that you want. That underneath the noise of your thinking is where your true essence resides and it is where you connect to the universal mind that powers all life. And if it's to be, it's not fully up to you and it never was. So your job in this process is simply to buy into the idea of it and buy into the possibility of the good things that can come from it and the rest will begin to unfold. The steps to get you there will begin to present themselves. More often than not, when it seems like there's a lot of energy expenditure and noise in your mind about what you want, you need to check in and ask yourself what your level of buy-in is, because this is what determines how quickly things come into play in your life. So, here's a final word on motivation and commitment. Your buy-in to whatever you say you want is what your motivation and commitment really is. So don't beat yourself up if you're not feeling the motivation or willpower like you think you should for things that you say you want. It simply means that your level of buy-in is not yet high enough for that thing. And that's not good or bad. It's just what it is. But at any point, you can decide to buy into the idea of it again and go deeper. You can decide to embrace the possibility of good things coming from it and make that thing an eight plus in your life. And in terms of clarity, enthusiasm and engagement from the space within, you can decide to make it an eight over 10. Or you can decide to acknowledge that you're not bought into it and that you can't find the clarity or enthusiasm or engagement that is an eight or above for it at the moment. 
that's all there is to it. There's no should or should not, nor is there anything good or bad about it. Not everything is going to be an 8 of a 10 for you, even though they seem like nice ideas, and that's okay. But the key is to be aware of your level of buy-in for the things that you say are an 8 of a 10 for you. The things that you will fight to keep in your life if you are being forced to let go of them. Those things are the things that are an 8 over 10 in our lives. And you'll know your level of buy-in from the level of clarity that you have in your mind about those things and also the sense of detachment that you have about their delivery. Now, ironically, the less attached you are to how these things come, the higher the level of buy-in gets. Once you begin to look at motivation and commitment in this way, you'll see something new about what you say you want to create in your life. Guaranteed. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you got some insight from it. And this is where I invite you to join my tribe if you want to know more about living and creating from inside out. If you want to discover a different way of creating lasting change or anything you want for that matter with speedy and accurate results, then I will invite invite you to join my tribe. So if you go on to mintedcreative.com forward slash blog and under any blog post you'll just see the big orange button that says join the tribe click on the button and you can follow the instructions and in the tribe I talk more about how to create results differently about how to have a life that energizes instead of exhaust you about how to create massive results from a space of flow instead of the hustle and how to actually set the rules on fire so that you are creating your own path and hitting your goals by just being the fullest expression of yourself and the best part is you get to send me emails directly so it's kind of like a mini coaching sessions in there so you get to speak to me and I get to respond so if this is ringing the bell for you head over to mintedcreative.com forward slash blog and underneath any blog post just click the orange button that says join the tribe and I will see you there